Welcome to Fearlessly Feral Living. This is the Reverend Karen Lindsley broadcasting to you from the Woogie Ranch out here in the back 40 of northwestern Nevada, where I'm a half an hour away from the nearest gas station and the nearest grocery store. This is Fearlessly Feral episode number nine of season two. And today I'm going to talk about jicama wraps. Yes, you heard that right. Jicama wraps. Jicama wraps as a metaphor for successful living. So let's see where we can go with that. If you've been living in a cave somewhere and you don't have a clue what a jicama is or even what a wrap is, don't worry, I can totally identify. Jicama is defined in dictionary.com as the large edible tuberous root of a tropical American plant that I'm not even going to try to pronounce. But it is of the legume family, and it's eaten as a vegetable, either raw or boiled, and it's also called a Mexican turnip. I identify a jicama wrap as a nice, crunchy vegetable that is really good on salads. Stick with me here, because I've got a little story for you in the development of jicama as metaphor. So there's a restaurant in Carson City, Nevada, which is about 45 minutes to an hour north of me. Anyway, there's a restaurant in Carson City known as Sassafras. They have this dish called Asian Chicken Tacos. Now, Sassafras is located right next door to a hot springs. There's something about soaking in a hot spring that makes one hungry. At least it makes me hungry. So it's only natural that one gravitates to the restaurant after a good soak. And Sassafras has this delightfully eclectic menu, too. It's difficult to describe, but I've discovered it is best if one goes into Sassafras with an open mind. So let me back up again. I want to talk about soaking in hot springs. Soaking, in and of itself, is a wonderful spiritual practice. And spiritual practice is something designed to allow us to both relax and or calm down and become more aware of who and what we are. This is a foundation of fearlessly feral living, by the way. Do something every day to relax and or calm down. Meditate, study something profound and deep and spiritual or soak in a hot springs. I found soaking to be the one place where I put all my other pursuits aside. I don't bring my electronic devices into a tub or a spring. I don't bring my books. I used to back when I had paper books. And I would get them wet every single time. Eventually, I figured out that I was just supposed to soak. Now, most of my books are on Kindle, which is on my electric devices. That right there is a recipe for disaster. Leave the phone alone for a little while. It will not kill you. And did you know that the state of Nevada has more natural hot springs than any other state in the U.S.? Yep, fact. It's possible to go off on a journey to find hot springs in really out-of-the-way places in Nevada. Places where you can't see a building for miles around you. I know this because I did it one year. I packed up my four-wheel drive with a tent and camping equipment and food, and I grabbed my dog, and off we went. And I found the coolest springs in the most out-of-the-way places. Anyway, go soak. Go soak in a hot tub. Go soak in a hot springs. Go soak in your tub in the bathroom. Just soak. And while you're there, meditate. Contemplate something. Become aware of what your body is doing. Become aware of the connection between your body and your thoughts. 
because I guarantee it, there is a connection. Okay, let's go back to Hickam, shall we? In Sassafras Restaurant. Did I say to go with an open mind? I actually go there with a sense of play because I have found nowhere else where I can find things to eat like deep fried cheesy grits or chicken and pickle sandwiches and muffaletta pizza. My mind, especially after a good soak, goes to wonderful places just reciting the things on the menu. And this leads me to another item on the list of things to do to live fearlessly feral. Play and be open to possibilities. Try new stuff. I guess that's four things. But they are all interrelated. We can't try new stuff and play if we aren't open to possibilities. And this is related to soaking because when we soak, we leave the world and our world alone for a little while. Trust me, it will still be there when we return. But we will be better able to handle it because we've soaked and become open to possibilities and played a bit and tried something new. Okay, back to the hickam again. The first time I wandered into sassafras, slightly damp with wet hair and a bit steamy, very relaxed and very hungry, I sat down and opened the menu and looked at that wide new world of culinary offerings and my little kid came out to play. My friend stuck with salad and she declared it good and very good. Me? I looked at the description of Asian chicken tacos and knew I had found just the thing I wanted. Here's the description. Galbi marinated chicken grilled and served on jicama tortillas with island slaw, coconut sticky rice, and Asian drizzle. Now, I have no idea what a a galbi chicken is, and apparently Spellcheck doesn't either, nor does Dictionary.com. I have no idea on earth how one can make a tortilla out of jicama, but I wanted to know more. I don't know what coconut sticky rice is. All I know is the entire package sounded yummy, and so I ordered it and got a direct line to heaven. Yep, it's like that. So can eat. Get a direct line to heaven. Can you tell I haven't returned to the real world? But of course you know I had to explore this jicama tortilla thing. Because I love jicama and I love tortillas. What's not to love about them? I figured if I can make these things at home, it would open up a whole new culinary world in home cooking. Because let's face it, one can't always eat at sassafras, especially during COVID. But it just seemed like a lot of work. Like all things, there's a process to making a jicama tortilla. Some processes I like. I like the process I use to get to forgiveness. I like the process I created to successfully navigate grief. The process to make a jicama tortilla? Not so much. Apparently, you need a rather large jicama tortilla, a rather large jicama. And one needs a mandolin in order to slice said jicama properly. I don't even know what a mandolin is, unless you count that guitar-like instrument that one plays music with. Somehow, I don't think that's what they are referring to. Plus, a lot's been happening. There's that whole COVID thing. Then there's my husband getting cancer and getting sick and then making his transition. Stuff like that tends to get in the way of making one's own jicama wraps. Then there's me doing my grieving thing and then going back to work and doing things like this podcast and taking on another interim minister assignment and creating a grief workshop and publishing another book. So I sort of forgot about making jicama tortillas. It got lost in making jello and top ramen soup for my husband, who would not eat anything else in his illness. 
Then my husband made his transition, and all of a sudden I had some free time on my hands, and I had the opportunity to go to Trader Joe's. Now, I never go to Trader Joe's, not because I don't like it, but because I just rarely have had the time to get there, what with COVID and hubby dying at all. Remember, half an hour away from the nearest grocery store? Trader Joe's is almost an hour away. Well, I've got a mask and I've got some time because my husband made his transition, so off I went to Trader Joe's. I wasn't expecting to get jicama wraps. I was just going to go and get some Trader Joe's special couscous blend that I was out of and some veggies and fruit. And to be honest, I was taking myself out on an artist date. If you don't know what that is, check out Julia Cameron's Artist Way book. I've adapted the artist date lifestyle to my own needs. That's another spiritual practice. And if you haven't figured it out by now, living fearlessly feral involves a lot of spiritual practice. It's just that the spiritual practices tend to look a bit bit different than what you might have imagined. It just so happens that a visit to Trader Joe's fits right in there. So if you go, be sure to allow time to aimlessly wander the aisles. Anyway, when I was in Trader Joe's aimlessly wandered the aisles and I saw those wraps, I pounced on them like a kitten pouncing on a moving toy. I was so excited. I bought my treasure and I came home excited about my new find. Now here's the deal. I posted on Facebook about that my find. Oh my God. You wouldn't believe the conversations. I got likes and comments and private messages and side conversations and more likes and more comments and more side conversations. One lady said, I went and got the jicama wraps. I'm so excited. Now, by this time, you might be wondering what on earth this all has to do with living fearlessly feral. You might even be considering being done with this particular episode and moving on because obviously I've gone nuts. Well, yes, there's that. But seriously, this has a lot to do with living fearlessly feral, so stick with me. Turns out 2020 has been a difficult year. (laughs) No shit, right? Not only have we had COVID, but my friend who was so excited about getting her own wraps, she had a life-threatening illness. She's better now. So not only has shit been happening for everyone, but it's also hit the fan. I mean, really? And in times of incredible stress and uncertainty, I happen to think that part of living fearlessly feral means we learn to enjoy the simple things in life, like jicama wraps. We've got to grab hold of something, right? Go ahead, grab hold of the simple things in life. Appreciate the change of seasons, the lights of the holiday season, the triple whammy of December 21st. By the way, see podcast episode eight for that. If you have snow already, and I know some of you do appreciate that, go make some snow angels. Take some time to look up on a cloudless night and get a gander at those stars. Where I live, I can look up at night and see the entire Milky Way with the naked eye. Get some chocolate and flowers. Eat the chocolate and smell the flowers. Or smell the chocolate and eat the flowers. I don't care what you do. Mostly what I care about is that you are enjoying life. When I was at Trader Joe's, I bought myself chocolate and flowers. And I ran into a friend there who was also buying her partner chocolate and flowers. And then she confessed. She got them for herself, too. Just as an aside, said friend was wearing spurs and was covered in dirt and smelled like horse. 
Yes, in our neck of the woods, this is what the well-dressed woman wears to go shopping at Trader Joe's. Spurs and dirt, because that's how we roll. And that's how we have fun here, by the way. Here's another tip for living fearlessly feral. Don't take things so seriously. You don't need to dress up to go to Trader Joe's. Did you know there's a rule about that? It's called Rule 62. Rule 62 says don't take yourself so damn seriously. It refers to the failure of a business enterprise. The founder of said business started the business and then decided that in order for the business to succeed, it needed 61 very important rules and regulations. Well, needless to say, that business got so discombobulated that the founder finally made up a 60-second rule that got rid of all the other rules, and everyone lived happily ever after. So don't take yourself so damn seriously. Grab a hold of a fun word. The other day I ordered some fun shoes from Nike. Did you know that you can order your own custom tennis shoes from Nike? This is my second pair. The first pair lasted years. And it's been a couple of years since that first pair went to the great tennis shoe heaven in the sky. And I've really missed having a decent pair of tennis shoes. These new ones are pink and yellow and red and purple. And I love them. And I had them print my word on the heels. And if you don't know this, my word is woogie. Go ahead. I'll wait while you'll say it to yourself. I bet you couldn't say it without smiling, right? That's the whole point of the word. Don't get all serious and try to make some meaning out of it. Just say it and see what happens. By the way, while I'm here, I just released my second book. The Girl Who Cried, Cried Woogie is the title. It's available in print version only as of this date, both from Amazon and Balboa Press. I have no idea what they're doing with the e-version. Probably sent it out to go soak in a hot tub somewhere. The damn book has been out for two months and still no e-version. I've been waiting for the e-version to formally launch. When I called to complain, they said they were short-staffed due to COVID. Huh? By the way, I can't get a housekeeper to come out to the back 40 and clean my house and was given the same reason. Short staff due to COVID. I don't see the connection there. And that isn't what this episode is about anyway. I just wanted to rant a bit. So yeah, about the shoes. They are butamous. Now, I realize butamous isn't a word. Or is it? I just said it. Doesn't that make it a word? So just for kicks and giggles, I looked up butamus in dictionary.com. No such word. But oh boy, did I have fun with the suggested substitutions. I wonder what a beard moss is. Or a batumus. Remember, don't take yourself so damn seriously. Find a fun word. One that makes you smile or make one up. My point is that times are tough. There's COVID, there's divisiveness, there's racism, there's bullying, there's misogyny. There's all sorts of really vile and nasty shit that is getting worse and not better. And to listen to the average guy on the street, the U.S. is either going to be fascist or communist soon. And there's no in between. And I'm about to get all serious here for just a minute. There's this spiritual concept called oneness, one God, and we are each individualized and unique manifestations of that God, which means we are all connected. 
which means we have a responsibility to make up words and have some fun and not take things so damn seriously because there is simply not enough fun in our collective consciousness right now. We have to dilute that serious stuff and turn things around. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not advocating spiritual bypass here. I am advocating that we need to participate in community at the levels at which we are comfortable. Those who are good at it should be activists. Those who are capable of it should do what is ours to do. I'm not saying go into spiritual bypass. There are very real problems in this world and we need to do our part to eradicate them. What is ours, what is not ours to do is to sit around and complain about it. But we also need to enjoy life and have a bit of fun. So go forth and buy some jicama wraps and some chocolate and some flowers. Make up a fun word and use it. Appreciate the little things in life and don't take yourself so damn seriously. In the words of my tax lady, who I called to ask about death benefits and whether or not they were subject to taxes, she gave me my answers and then she said, by the way, even though he passed in August, you still get to claim him for the entire year. It's like putting lipstick on a pig, but still. And I laughed and laughed and laughed when she said that. So be like my tax lady. Put some lipstick on that pig. So the message for this episode is to take some time to get away from the world for a little while. Soak a bit. Be open to possibilities, play, make up a fun word and use it, or borrow mine. Try new things. And one of these days, I'll talk about success and failure as it relates to trying new things. But for now, have fun and don't take yourself so damn seriously. And I do thank you for listening. And I know that it is no accident that you are here. I affirm your greatest good. I affirm your inherent divinity and that that divinity shows up in your life as wisdom, prosperity, peace, and unconditional love. I know that you are the place where God shows up in this world. I love you and I support you. Fearlessly Feral Living is sponsored by the Center for Spiritual Living Carson City we are a teaching chapter, and our mission is to provide a strong and unshakable inner foundation that works for long-term successful living. Our purpose is activating inner self-awareness to live unlimited lives, and our vision is a world in which everyone lives fearlessly feral. If you wish to contribute financially to support this mission, you can head on over to the Center for Spiritual Living website and click on the donate button. That's Center for Spiritual Living Carson City. The initials are CSLCC.org. So that's the website, CSLCC.org, and click on the donate button. Or you can go on over to my page, my Fearlessly Feral page at Patreon, and join the community there. Or... You can join us on Facebook. I have a private Fearlessly Feral Living Facebook group there. And I would love to hear from you and you can reach out to me via any of those avenues. And until next time, I am knowing Fearlessly Feral Living for you and for me.